Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome back to episode 52 of the Ancient World Podcast. So today we're going to talk about Prometheus, the myth of Prometheus and Pandora's box. So both these stories are very well known and a reference point in the bigger culture for centuries. So we're going to back, go back to the, to the roots of it. Um, and this story, so it all starts with something called uh, the dispute at Mekon. So there's a dispute at Mekon between the gods and the mortals. Then they have to make a sacrifice. And this is where Prometheus has a role because he has to make the sacrifice and divide. Uh, he has to solve the dispute and divide the sacrifice between the gods and the mortals. So Prometheus is a son of Aeperus, which is one of the 12 titans from Gaia and Uranus. So the son of Aeperus and uh, Clymene. Clymene is an Oceanid, which is a nymph. She's the daughter of two of the other titans called Oceanus and Tethys. Oceanus is, if you go to Rome, the Trevi Fountain, the big sculpture in the middle is Oceanus, one of the twelve titans. So his daughter, uh, Clymene and Iapetus, they have uh, several sons. One of those are, is Prometheus and his brother, uh, Epimetheus. Their names are important because Prometheus means uh, before thinker and his brother Epimetheus means after thinker so he is he becomes the big the big fool in the story and then also another link here is that Prometheus uh, is also the father of uh, Deucalion who is the one in the flood story that we mentioned in the, the ages of man when the bronze age uh, ends the mytho mythological bronze age ends in a big flood Okay, so Prometheus is the one that has to solve this dispute. And then he tries to trick Zeus with the offering. And uh, these stories are from Hesiod, again, from both uh, Theogony and from the works and base. So he says, uh, When the gods and mortal men had a dispute at Nikon, even then Prometheus was forward to cut up a great ox and set portions before them trying to befool the mind of Zeus. Before the rest he set flesh and inner parts thick with fat upon the hide, covering them with an ox paunch. But for Zeus he put the white bones, dressed up with cunning art and covering with shining fat. Then the father of men and of gods said to him, Son of Iapetus, most glorious of all lords, good sir, how unfairly you have divided the portions. So Prometheus makes two, two piles of, of meat. One looks very tempting and shining, but it's full of bones. The other one looks less tempting, but it's full of the meat. So, so said Zeus, whose wisdom is everlasting, rebuking him. 
But wily Prometheus answered him, smiling softly and not forgetting his cunning trick. Zeus, most glorious and greatest of the eternal gods, take whichever of these portions your heart within you bids. So he said, thinking trickery. But Zeus, whose wisdom is everlasting, saw and failed not to perceive the trick. And in his heart he thought mischief against mortal men, which was also to be fulfilled. So this is the starting point of, of the story of Prometheus and, and Pandora. And the action that sets in, into motion is how Prometheus is trying to fool the gods. He's rising up against the gods. And it will not end well, obviously. <laughs> so as a punishment for this, uh, Zeus decides to take away fire from humans. And fire is then a symbol of survival in kind of a wider sense. So that's the first part of the punishment. So he takes away the fire from, from humans, from the mortals. But then Prometheus tries for a second time to, uh, to rise up against the gods. So he steals the fire from Zeus and gives it back to the humans. And this is the part that's most famous, that he, like a heroic act of stealing the fire from the gods. And then <laughs> Zeus' reaction for this. Uh, Zeus, who goddess of clouds, said to him in anger, Son of Iapetus, surpassing all in cunning, you are glad that you have outwitted me and stolen fire. A great plague to you yourself and to men that shall be. But I will give men as the price for fire an evil thing, in which they may all be glad of heart while they embrace their own destruction. So said the father of men and gods and laughed aloud. So this is, <laughs> this is the nature of Zeus <laughs> in the mythology. Um, so for stealing the fire, Prometheus, uh, there are two punishments for this. One is that Prometheus is then chained to a mountain, to a cliff. Uh, he's chained and then an eagle comes and eats his liver every day. And then during the night the liver grows out and then the eagle comes back. And the eagle is a symbol of Zeus. So that's one part. The other part is more intricate and kind of more wide-ranging because <clears throat> Zeus then wants to give humans a poison gift. So this is when he creates uh, a person that he calls Pandora. And that's, this is where she comes into the world. So she is then created as a, as a very attractive and uh, beautiful uh, person, being, creature, that, they, that he sends to the humans and he gives her a jar. It's common to think of it as to say box, but that's a mistranslation. So she has a jar that she's not supposed to open. So Zeus creates uh, Pandora, also with the help of Athena, the goddess Athena, who uh, bedecks her form with all manners of finery. And then, so he sends it down, and then um, Prometheus is bound to the rock, so he's, he's captive. But then his brother, Epimetheus, the afterthought, he's presented with a gift, and then he, he um, forgets the advice from Prometheus, which is, do not accept gifts from Zeus. It's a trick, it's a trap, don't accept anything from Zeus. 
But Epimetheus sees Pandora and he thinks, oh, this is beautiful. So he accepts the gift and forgets all the advice. And then she is taken into the mortal uh, community, uh, society of the mortals. Now she has the jar and she's not supposed to open it. But then after a while, the temptation is too big. So one day she lifts up the lid of the jar. And then here comes the big moment when out of the jar flies all the suffering, evil, and pain, and, and just flows into the uh, into the earth and into the world, and creates a whole new era for the mortals, full of evil and suffering. And then at the end of it, she closes the the jar with a lid. And there's only one thing left in the jar, and that is hope. So it says, the woman took off the great lid of the jar with her hands and scattered all these and her thought caused sorrow and mischief to men. Only hope remained there in an unbreakable home within under the rim of the great jar that did not fly out of the door. For ere that the lid of the jar stopped her by the will of Zeus who gathers the clouds. But the rest countless plagues wander amongst men for earth is full of evils and the sea is full. Of themselves diseases come upon men continually by day and by night, bringing mischief to mortals silently. For wise Zeus took away speech from them. So is there no way to escape the will of Zeus. So this is uh, how the story of Pandora ends. And there is still, um, it's not clear why hope is left in the jar. It's not clear from uh, the writings of Hesiod or any other of the stories in the time. You have many interpretations amongst others. So uh, the closest we have from the source materials is uh, Aesop Fables. And he writes that uh, hope was kept in the inside of the jar. And this is why hope is still found among people, promising that she will bestow on each of us the good things that have gone away. She is then uh, Elpis, who is the goddess of hope. So that might be it. But this is a point of discussion and reflection. And maybe also the complicated nature of hope in itself. Hope can be something that uh, carries you through through life and through uh, what you call hopeless and difficult and terrible times. As long as you have something to look forward to that you think might help you, then that could be this hope that gives you strength. Uh, at the same time, hope, misplaced hope is also like a prison that can keep you captive in life and, not, and stopping you from moving on because you keep hoping for something that's not realistic and that's going to happen. So it's, it's, a, it's a complicated part of, of life, the hope. And, and you can think of the link also to, to Dante in Inferno. So this is the main finishing line at the gate of Inferno when he enters into, into hell is that leave hope behind when you go in there so there's no hope anymore okay so um, many of these stories are what should we say they are uh, dark of nature but it's also reflective of the of the times the Greek lived in so many of the stories are meant to explain the world that they see and just why why the, the world is full of, of the negative things and um, some of them are for inspiration some are more to try to explain things so um, we will stop it there and um, hope some of this was interesting and uh, 
thank you for listening and hope you have a great day. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.